Internal Revenue Service IRS Tax News. IRS recognizes Small Business Week resources available to help employers. IR 2021-182, September 13, 2021, Washington. During National Small Business Week, there's a link to National Small Business Week here. The Internal Revenue Service wants small business owners to know that information and resources to help them understand and meet their tax obligations are available free at irs.gov irs.gov small businesses play a pivotal role in our nation's economy the irs has a variety of resources available to help employers meet their tax responsibilities as well as help their employees irs online resources can also help employers with things like how to determine if workers should be classified as employees or independent contractors when employment taxes are due and what forms they need to file that first one, classifying someone that is working for a business as either an employee or independent contractor can be quite confusing in certain circumstances to small businesses and an important question to answer. Both the employee and or independent contractor and the employer or hirer of the contractor may have their own uh, questions or their own desires in terms of wanting someone to be an employee or independent contractor, thinking it might be beneficial for them to have them in one format or the other. The IRS is going to try to structure it in such a way that it's going to be a, a decision that you can that should have a clear line. Obviously, there's going to be some gray area, but the IRS is trying to say that someone should be either an employee or an independent contractor based on the nature of the work. And you want to make sure that you're well within the nature of the work in order to classify them in one area or the other in the event that the IRS was to come to question. If they are an employee, obviously the employer has some more responsibilities involved, which could include things more likely to have payroll taxes that would need to be withheld and, and so on on that side of things as well. So there's pros and cons to either setup, but it's important to get that right and make sure that you understand it well. And then obviously taxes are going to be something that will be important for employers as well. So employer identification number and employer identification number, there's a link to that here, also known as a federal tax identification number, is a must-have for a business. Notice that even if you don't have any employees, you probably want to have an employer identification number, an EIN number, even if you're a contractor working in essence for yourself, providing your own work, because the people that you work for might want something, might want your ID number, for example, in, in the event they need to 1099 you. If you're working for a business, they might be required to 1099 you for work that is done for them. And in that case, you have to give them some number. You don't want to give them your social security number, typically. And and if you don't have an EIN, that would be the, the other number to be given in that situation. So it'd be good to have the employer identification number. If you have employees, then of course, you're going to be needing it as well. Applying for an EIN can be done online for free using an inter an interview style application offered by the IRS. So it's pretty straightforward to get an EIN number. So you can basically do it online these days. It shouldn't be too difficult of a process. Five things to know about the EIN. There's a link to that here is a video that helps explain why it is critical. Uh, the IRS has an accurate and current information related to EINs or business accounts. So you can look at that YouTube video if you would like to. Employment taxes. 
it's important a, a small business understand employment taxes, such as federal income tax, Social Security and Medicare taxes, as well as federal unemployment tax or FUTA tax. Now, the payroll taxes can be quite complex, and they have the federal side of the taxes and the state side of the taxes. So if you're new to having employees, you want to make sure that you've, you've thought about the tax implications and how you're going to be implicating the tax process, how you're going to be processing the payroll, how you're going to be making the withholdings, how you make those withholdings then to the IRS. Because if this is one of those things that it's you'd rather get it right the first time most of the time, meaning if you get a lot of things in business, people are really good at trial and error, right? We do something, we check it out. It didn't work quite so well. We make an adjustment. We try it again. We do it over and over again. And then there's some things where you have the, the adage of, you know, measure twice, cut once. Like if you're trying to cut something for a door frame, you can't just cut it a hundred times, at least if you cut it too short, right? And then see if it fits in the door, right? That doesn't quite work. You got to glue it back. That's not good. That's kind of how the payroll taxes are because once they're kind of, out of sync it can be difficult and that difficulty often comes up at the end of the year when you're trying to do all these other things such as the w-2s and the 941 forms and so on and so forth so there are various resources that you can set up to help you with payroll including online resources with your accounting system possibly if you're using something like a quickbooks or something to at least help you with some of the guidance on how to process the payroll as well as payroll companies for a third party that can help you out with the payroll and so on so it's something you want to consider. So employers must regularly report wages, tips, and other compensation paid to an employee by filing the required forms to the IRS. Uh, most employers use Form 941, Employer's Quarterly Federal Tax Return, there's a link to that here, to report federal income tax withheld and both the employer and employee social security and Medicare taxes. The smallest employers, those whose annual liabilities for social security, Medicare, and withheld federal income taxes is $1,000 or less, file form 944, employer's annual federal tax return, and agriculture employers file form 943, employer's annual federal tax return for agricultural employees. Only the employer pays FUTA tax, so the FUTA tax is just on the employer side of things. And again, it's a kind of a confusing tax, even though it's a small tax, because there's a cap on the, and you know, it's actually a little bit difficult to calculate. Some of these things, you know, they're fairly basic if you calculate them on one payroll, but when you start to having to compile the data for multiple payrolls for multiple people, and then you've got these caps that are gonna be involved, it gets, it actually gets fairly complex and kind of tedious, especially if you don't have good software and or help to help you with it. So it is not uh, withheld from the employee's wages. So the employer's report their FUTA taxes by filing form 940. So the 941s is everything else, Social Security, Medicare, and the federal income tax for the employees. The 940 is the one that's reported annually, and that's for the employer's annual federal unemployment tax or FUTA tax. So if businesses compensate non-employees for services or pay rent commissions, the fees of attorneys and other professionals or make certain other payments, businesses must obtain the taxpayer's identification number, the TIN, of the payee before making the payment. If businesses don't have the payee's TIN at the time payment is made, businesses must withhold 24% from the payment as backup withholding. So notice the general rule for the IRS. The IRS is going to try to pressure the person who is paying somebody else because the pay the person that's receiving money 
is always the one that's going to be in getting income. So whether you're talking about a contractor or an employee, if you're the one paying, you're giving the money to someone else, the other person has it as income on their side, either as wages or as a sole, as a contractor. Now, the IRS has a lot of leverage over the payer in the event of an employer forcing the employer to give them not only you know information that the employee has received the taxes, because that's what they're concerned with. They're going to say, look, did the employee, if you paid someone money, we want to make sure we get our portion of it. That's income and we have an income tax. So we want to know that they got money, reported it on their form 1040 and paid us our portion of it. And we would like to get verification of that by forcing the the person that's paying to give us information like a W-2 and possibly even force them to withhold the money if we could, because then the IRS is even more sure that they're going to get their money because they're going to get it before the person that's getting paid is actually going to get it. So obviously that's how the employee-employer situation is set up. Now, if you have like a contractor or something like that, the IRS is saying, okay, we won't require you to have withholdings so much, but we still want you to tell us who you paid so that we can still go after them and make sure that they report the income and we can get our portion of it. That's usually done on a form 1099 type of form. Now, to get a 1099, the IRS wants their ID number, their TIN number, their, their social security or their EIN number, something that they have identification of the person that you paid. Therefore, they're saying you must get their identification number so you can give us a 1099 so we can verify that they reported the income on their side. If you don't get the, ten, the, the ID number and you still pay them, the IRS is trying to say, well, we want you to withhold money from them so that we can verify and make sure that we get paid because we don't know who you paid and we can't go after them and so on. So you can see how this is kind of work. The IRS, and why does the IRS have pressure on the person that's paying? Because the payer is the one that wants a deduction. The deduction is good for taxes. So if you want to lower your income from the employee wages, if you want to lower your income by the amount you paid for the contractors, which you do because you want to lower your tax obligation and lowering your income will do that, expenses or deductions will do that, then the IRS is saying, well, if you want that benefit, you got to tell us who you paid. That's why they have the leverage on the payer. So that's basically how the, this whole, the whole tax system kind of works in terms of the IRS checking up and trying to verify that uh, people that are reporting income are indeed doing so. They pressure the payer and the financial institutions and so on to give them that information. So a payer is liable for backup withholding even if the tax is not deducted from the payment. Payers may use form W-9, there's a link to that here, to request the payee's TIN. Payers use form 945, annual return of withheld income tax, there's a link to that here, to report backup withholding. There are two deposit schedules for employment taxes withheld and the employer's match. There's a link to that here, monthly and semi-weekly. Before beginning of each calendar year, employers must determine which of the two deposit schedules they're required to use to determine the business's payment schedule. Review publication 15, there's a link to that publication here for forms 941, 944, and 945, or publication 51 for form 943. Deposits for FUTA, Form 940, are required for the quarter within which the tax due exceeds $500. The tax must be deposited by the end of the month following the end of the quarter. Small business taxpayers must use electronic funds transfer, the EFTPS. So you might say, well, how do I pay the IRS? You got to pay the IRS using this electronic funds transfer typically. 
to make all federal tax deposits. See the employment tax due dates page for information on when deposits are due. Estimated tax payments. Taxes are pay as you go. There's a link to that here. This means taxpayers need to pay most of their tax during the year as they receive income rather than paying at the end of the year. Small business owners, sole proprietors, partners, and S-corporation shareholders who don't have tax withheld from their earnings need to make estimated tax payments, usually quarterly. Anyone who pays too little tax or does not pay on time may owe tax penalty. So if you're new, many people that are new to being, say, a sole proprietorship and they've been employees before that time are not used to actually making quarterly payments. They're used to basically their employer taking the money out of their paycheck before they get it and therefore you're paying your taxes as you go. Making the quarterly payments is difficult because one, you actually have to write the check or make the actual transfer, meaning you actually see how much money you're giving to the IRS, which is painful, but you have to do that to avoid the stick of penalties and interest. And two, you usually don't have a basis on which to 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 think about how much you're going to earn because it's a new business. So you don't really know how much you're going to earn. And because we have a progressive tax system, you have to basically project how much you're going to earn over the entire year because your tax bracket will be higher that way and pay your taxes, in essence, on the full amount that you would be earning. You can't, it's not easy, in other words, to kind of look at it in a month by month basis because it's not a flat tax. You don't know what your tax rate is that way. So you got to kind of project your income and then think about your deductions and whatnot. That's complicated if you're not used to having do that, to do that. And three, there's also self-employment taxes, which you usually get withheld from your paycheck when you are an employee and the employer pays a portion of the self-employment tax, which is Social Security and Medicare. As an independent contractor, you will then have similar taxes called self-employment taxes rather than payroll taxes if you're an employee, Social Security and Medicare, and you'll have to pay the employer and employee portion. That's another shocker oftentimes when, when for new businesses. So make sure that you're taking that into consideration because it's really disheartening to see people that are doing good on their business and just not fully understanding the tax obligations and then, and then they're under in terms of their cash flow because of that and that you know just can be haunting. The, the business at, that started off really good. So in any case, hiring others to prepare payroll. To meet payroll and employment tax responsibilities, many businesses hire a payroll and payroll tax company. So again, payroll is another one of those things. Note that your employees, like if, if you have any lawsuits or any, any problems like that, you're most likely going to have those problems, unfortunately, with your employees. So you, you really want to make sure that you, you're doing that properly as well to make sure you keep your employees happy and also to mitigate the lit litigation kind of responsibilities that you can have. Also note that if, if you get behind on your cash flow and you stop paying payroll taxes, payroll taxes that you have withheld from your employees, then that's, that's kind of a double hit to you from the IRS's perspective because you basically took money from the employees in the form of withholdings, even though you're forced to, they, they made you do that, but then, but and then you didn't pay them to the IRS on the employee's behalf, so it's kind of like taking money and then not giving it. Even though, I mean, again, if you have a cash flow problem, you know, you you could see why you'd get in that kind of situation. But it becomes more of a problem. So, and it's also quite time consuming if you get behind on the payroll. So if you if you use something like a QuickBooks or something like that, or other kinds of softwares that might have third, you know, help with the payroll 
it usually costs more for software, but the software can help to support that process. If you do your bookkeeping properly, then the software at least might be able to guide you enough to get the payroll going. And or you might look into third party payroll, such as an ADP or a Paychex or something like that. Those are big companies. You might find a smaller company if you're a small business, but just make sure it's a legitimate company because you have sensitive information. You got litigation kind of issues with your employees that you want to make as small as possible. And you don't want to have to change payroll companies back and forth because that's a tedious thing to do, time consuming, and you would rather not have problems with the payroll. So most of these businesses provide quarterly service. However, sometimes a payroll service provider doesn't submit their client's payroll taxes and, and closes abruptly. So like if a payroll provider goes out of business, then... <laughs> You know that causes like problems for your for the employee for the businesses that they're doing business with so the client remains legally responsible for paying taxes due even if the the sent funds for the deposit or payment to the payroll service provider the irs urges employers to choose carefully when selecting a payroll provider the irs also encourages employers to enroll in the electronic federal tax payment system eftps it's free and when deposits are made under the ein it lets them monitor their their payroll service provider in making their tax deposits in other words you'd like to be making the payments with the eftps even if you have a third-party payroll tax provider helping you so that you can kind of have a double check a internal control on you know those payments being made small businesses can share the word with employees about child tax credit Due to the COVID-19 pandemic, new legislation was enacted to aid not only struggling business owners, but also individuals. Taxpayers have direct access to people who may be eligible for advanced child tax credit payments as part of its ongoing effort to help uh, eligible people access advanced child tax credit payments and the increased child tax credit for the 2021 tax year. IRS will be encouraging taxpayers to help spread the word during National Small Business Week 2021. So the material for employers and others who can help are available at IRS website at 2021 Child Tax Credit and Advanced Child Tax Credit Payments Resources and Guidance. This is part of the larger effort underway at the IRS to reach people eligible for the payments and other credits. Individuals can check their eligibility for the advanced payments by using the Advanced Child Tax Credit Eligibility Assistant. More information down below. Online IRS resources available to small businesses to learn their employer tax responsibilities include the Small Business and Self-Employed Tax Center features links to a variety of useful tools and downloadable tax calendar and common forms with instructions. The IRS tax calendar for businesses and self-employed has important tax dates, including federal tax deposit due dates. The Self-Employed Individuals Tax Center is for sole proprietors and others who are in the independent trade, business, or profession. The Gig Economy Tax Center has helped people find answers to tax questions as well as help tax tips and tax forms for business taxpayers. Information on irs.gov may also be available in Spanish, Vietnamese, Chinese, simplified and traditional, Korean, Russian, as well as Haitian Creole. IRS social media channels have helpful video and audio presentations. IRS2Go is a free mobile app to find free tax help with IRS YouTube videos and get IRS tax tips by email in Spanish or English, English or Spanish. The IRS YouTube channel, there's a link to that here has videos for small businesses 
as the small business playlist there's a link to that here with videos available in both english spanish as well as american sign language small business tax taxes the the virtual uh, workshop has an uh, interactive lessons designed to help new small business owners learn their tax rights and responsibilities. So there's links to all that stuff here. There'll be a link to this in the description.